Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, it is that time, and it's your afternoon drive right now. If you're listening to in the car, don't fucking steer off the road. Don't do that. It is Dave Sturchio. Welcome, everybody, to Dave Sturchio show right here again, like I said, on the afternoon drive. Uh, usually, I do this in the, uh, the middle of the day by myself looking into a, uh, you know, a fucking... Uh, I don't know, a wall by myself. So I decided today um, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. It is NFL cut down day. All teams are getting down to 30, 30, 52, uh, 53 man rosters right now. And um, yeah, so we'll see what happened. And it looks like right now, the most recent breaking news right now is that the Indianapolis Colts will not be trading Jonathan Taylor per league source. So Jonathan Taylor is hanging around in Indianapolis as kind of expected. There was a lot of other teams that were kind of like getting involved a little bit like, Ooh, big offer here, big offer there. Here's my thing with them. Before I get started, I want to say hello to everybody. Uh, Bailey, what up? What up, Mark? Chris Payne, Cowboy suck. Appreciate you, bro. Um, <laughs> Armand, um, What's up to you? AJ Basco now getting involved here at the Dave Sturchio show. Kyle Kerms. It's not officially a Sturch episode until Scoop types something obscenely offensive into the comments. So listen, we're waiting on Scoop, really. Uh, no, but anyway, so Jonathan Taylor will not be traded. The NFL teams are starting to take shape. Um, Matt Picard, what's going on, brother? Um, so this is, again, the second ver uh, version of this live show that I've done. Uh, if you missed the open, I played the old intro uh, for the Chop Sports Daily. I do miss that show. I miss uh, the camaraderie. I miss the fellas. I miss everybody that uh, was doing that show. Myself and Chris Gucci, um, you know, have had uh, busy, busy times lately. And I think that, you know, obviously schedules differ. And we're here at different times and this, that, and the third. So, obviously, the Dave Sturchio show is now 12 episodes deep. I want to thank everybody for all their positive remarks and their feedback and everything like that uh, going into the show. Uh, let's see. Taylor is also going on the pup list. Wow. All right. So that's actually big, big news, um, for any Jonathan Taylor owners in fantasy football. Yeah. Um, you know, which is funny because I think in my home draft, he wasn't drafted as like the middle of the third round and a lot, or maybe like very, very early third round. People are like, I can't believe you fell this far. Well, now you're gone for four games. So now Deion Jackson and, and co, uh, wow. You know what? Shit. I should probably get up on that <laughs> to be honest with you over there on the sleeper app and half the league is in this chat right now. So that's probably everybody's doing the same thing. Um, as far as adding players, let's see if he's still available. He is. I'm going to go grab him. See ya. Uh, sorry, everybody. Uh, I'm going to have to drop. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a defense. I don't know. Why do I have the Kansas city defense? Goodbye. Um, so now I am uh, got Deion Jackson on my team. So sorry, everybody. Snooze, you lose. Um, uh, yes, exactly what it stands for, Kyle. Uh, so anyway, we'll see what they do with the shakeup over there. What's funny to me is that Jim Irsay was the same guy who went out there and said, you know, the running this guy's basically not valuable. He's not valuable to anybody. Um, <laughs> listen, Kyle, somebody hit a a, a, a red flag or, or shoot off a um, whatchamacallit. Uh, what do you call those stupid things? A flare, like a like a sky flare. What do you call those things? I can't think of it right now. But anyway, um, so yeah, Jim Irsay was out there talking about the value of running backs and the value of uh, of you know how they're losing their value and no pay running back. I blame Zeke. Everybody blames Zeke, and then Christian McCaffrey. But McCaffrey at least is living up to the billing as one of the best players maybe in the foot in the sport of football. Um, but when I look at Jim Irsay's comments, I'm like, well, you know. How how could you have possibly asked for all this back for a guy that has no value? You know what I mean? You're 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 backpedaling. Uh, you're drunk more than likely. It is Jim Irsay after all. So maybe a firework, sure. Flare gun. There it is. Only the cop would know that. Chris Payne coming in there. The officer chop cop. Uh, he is the host of my 82nd show that I host, <laughs> which is the Chop Sports Fight Factory. You check us out every Thursday on Premiere. Uh, I decided to keep this podcast uh, audio on premiere and video for the Chop Sports. Uh, can I say nation? It's not even a nation. It's like fucking 13 of you. Like, yay, nation. Um, yo, Tony, what's going on, bro? I hope all the 49ers made the, their necessary uh, movement after the blockbuster trade over the weekend. We'll get into that, I guess, for a second. Um, for anybody, like, look, I, I, I typically like to interact with people over on Twitter. Uh, my my it's growing right like my twitter following is growing but i also want to limit like the morons i guess i mean it's hard to say that because i don't really want to i don't really want to like discredit anybody or 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 talk shit about anybody but if you really think that the trey lance trade for the dallas cowboys has any impact 
on this year's Dak Prescott-led team, you are so buried in the sand with your head so far up your own ass. It's like I I, I don't understand it. Um, I'm not I'm not even going to entertain that conversation because it's not a conversation. Uh, what it means down the road is that Dak's price tag next year is very very significant. So. If so, be so that the Cowboys fall flat of their goal, which, by the way, if the Cowboys' goal is in the Super Bowl, what are we doing? Um, for me, I'm, I'm very uh, I'm just cautiously optimistic about this team as they round out their 53. Um, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic because I got to see a couple flashes in the preseason, but again, I don't really take too much into account for the preseason. Uh, but I did see guys like Deuce Vaughn, and, you know, and I was loving uh, over Sean, but, you know, he hurt himself. He's out for the ACL. Um, but anyway... Let's go back to the comments real quick. The move has him rattled and evident. He's talking. No, no. See, that's another thing. Uh, the, the media has spun that because it's Dallas Cowboys. So let's make sure that we have all the people watching and talking and, and tweeting and, and clicking about the Cowboys shit. They literally cut the first half of that interview out. The first half of the interview was Dak Prescott expressing his sadness for Will Greer, who just put out a lifetime of a performance two nights ago against Oakland, Las Vegas, whatever. Um, and then all of a sudden, like right before that, the trade goes down and you're all like, you're just telling your guy, hey, by the way, this is your last go. That's it. We're done after this. We're cutting you. I'm sorry. So like for Dak Prescott to be in that room with Cooper Rush for the last two years with these two guys, there's a there's a built camaraderie there. So he was sad that he was going to get released regardless. So there is your clip of him being rattled and shook. And that's just so stupid. I hate people who are saying that. Um, uh, Mon's coming in. Ursay comments about the running backs in, ge uh, in general. Ticked off Taylor comments. Taylor escalated is much worse. The Colts and Taylor are at a dead end. Well, now they really, if they're at a dead end, guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? And this is going to be crazy to think about this. But if you think about all the other disgruntled players in the league, which, by the way, there's one on every team, right? There's, there's always one, maybe two. Um, when you look at somebody like a Jonathan Taylor, look at a guy like DeAndre Hopkins or look at other guys that were just not happy with the situation. I mean, what's going on in Arizona right now should be literally criminally investigated because now I just heard something on McAfee today saying that if if um, if Kyler Murray were to come back and play and get hurt, they're on the hook for $90 million based off an injury clause. So they may not play Kyler Murray this year. Okay, that's, that's a fact. So now you're looking at Jonathan Taylor. Do you cut him? Do you just say, you know what? Fucking hell with you, bro. Like, you're out. It's it. We're done. Um, that's a possibility. You've seen it. We've seen it. I didn't expect certain people to get caught off the Cowboys. They released Ezekiel Elliott. You know what I mean? I know that Zeke and Taylor are not on the same uh, wavelength right now. But what I will say is the high-coveted people, you can't just – you can't bargain with these people. The players always win. Always. Jerry Jones is the worst poker player of all time. He goes out there every week. Oh, uh, we're going to see what's out there and, uh, you know, see our backups. And we got some depth and we got to go pay Micah. Well, no, you paid Zach Martin because you have to pay Zach Martin. That's why you paid him. You didn't, you had no pot to piss in at the moment. You had to do it. You just had to do it. So enough with the whole, like, oh, we got to divide up the money this way. No, you pay your all pro, all world guard. That's what you got to do. What the Colts are going to do, that's another story, man. That is another story. I, I, truthfully, if I had to make a bold prediction, i said say they just outright cut them. What are you going to do? Not trading them, right? Why? Because guess what? People probably offered fourth, fifth, sixth, day two, cash considerations, a player to be named later. Nobody's giving them a first or a second or, any, or even a third for that matter. I guarantee you because I guarantee you they would have jumped at a third-round pick. They would have jumped at a third-round pick, and nobody did. So I don't know if the Dolphins came in, which, by the way, they've now missed on Dalvin Cook. They've missed out on um, – who was the other one? Uh, they missed out on another running back. But I thought for sure they'd be on the Taylor sweepstakes, but obviously they're too cheap too. So we'll see. I mean, I, look, I, I think Taylor's on his way out, to be honest. Um, when the players win, the team loses. Not necessarily true, Kyle. When it comes to Zach Martin, he won. And I don't think the team's worse because they paid Zach Martin, or at least they – kick the can down the road again. Yes, he's getting a little older, but he's still one of the, if not the best guard in football. You got to pay him, pay him market price. Now, it wasn't his fault that his contract was structured the way it was because if you look at his contract before the re-signing, he was kicking his own can down the road to help the team. I'll restructure, I'll restructure, I'll restructure. Like three years in a row, I felt like Zach Martin was in the restructure business, right? And all of a sudden, 
They're like, okay, uh, I'm done restructuring now. Now I'm making $7 million less than the next guy, and I'm leaps and bounds better than that guy. So then Jerry has to pony up. That's it. Done, right? So you can only kick the can down the road so far. Um, and I think that's what they did. They were trying and trying and trying. And finally, Zach Martin's like, oh, okay. Uh, everybody's taken care of? Good, good, good. Jerry, I want to get paid now. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's where we're at. Uh, back to the comments real quick. Hello, mother, mother, mothers. And there I go, Dolphins. Dolphins. What do I think about the Dolphins? I think that division is going to be fun. And by fun, I mean stressful for everybody in the division. Um, I think I, I was I was really off Tua for a little while, right? And then I saw, like, look, that coach is a mastermind down there. I really like their head coach. Um, I like what they've done with Tua. He's apparently bulked up a little bit. Uh, whether or not you believe where he bulked up in the right places or not, you know, how can you add weight to your head, right? You can't get hurt. Um, but I think the Dolphins have a really good shot. Um, but they missed out on the running back, and now they have that committee for like 15 running backs over there. So that's going to be a little difficult. I think their defense gets a little better. They made a trade with the Dallas Cowboys today, as a matter of fact. They acquired Kelvin Joseph, our former second-round pick. We got your former first-round corner uh, from 2020, uh, Noah Iggy. That's what I'm calling him because there's no way I'm even going to pronounce or <laughs> butcher that fucking name. No shot. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 going to be a very tough division. I'm, I get sold on hard knocks every year, and I think there's something to hard knocks lately. Like last year when they had Detroit, people fell in love with Detroit. Now, one year after that, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, you know what? They're actually kind of fun to watch, and they might actually be good. Oh, wow, they might actually win the fucking NFC North. That's a possibility, right, all of a sudden. So they sold me on the Jets right now. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy. I know, like, it's so funny because it's like Chris is my business partner here, and there's been, you know, paintings and fucking murals everywhere for Aaron Rodgers, but the day he's traded, it's just like, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 no. He got you the Super Bowl, right? He got you that one. Uh, but listen, it, I'm sold on him because I, I think it's going to be a fun uh, season to watch. The team that's like sneaking under the radar, uh, going to be like uh, maybe a regression, maybe the Bills. I don't know. I still like Josh Allen. His turnover stuff last year was a little weird. Um, I do not buy into the Patriots. I said that last year, um, and I was pretty fair and I was pretty spot on with thinking that they weren't going to be in the mix. I don't think they're going to be in the mix this year at all. Um, and that's just me to, you know, I'm looking up and down that roster. I'm well aware that last year they had like zero offensive coordinators, even though they tried to combine the minds of like a million people. Right. I get that. Uh, and now they have Bill O'Brien over there. So I suggest I, I, I would say they're going to be better, but I also say they dwell um, in, in the, in the third and the fourth place range this year. I really do. Um, the Pats just waved Bailey Zappi, according to Armand. So that dude could definitely catch on. But now what that does is that immediately, puts off a signal in my head that it's the Mac Jones show going forward. And that's what they should have done because if the, 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 I can't even call him the great, but he's, he's good. Mike Francesa, he's a legend, right? But he always said, if you have, I have pain would do a better justice, but if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if there's a competition between two quarterbacks, nine times out of 10, they don't have a solidified guy. So therefore it doesn't work out. So Bailey Zappi being on the outs is a big thing uh, for Mac Jones, his morale. Um, uh, try to get my tickets. To the, I'm not trying to get you tickets. <laughs> Go get tickets. You got the internet. You're on the internet right now, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'm getting texts right now. Um, <laughs> so there is a new podcast coming out, by the way. It's called Potting with the Pundits. I have to make that announcement because I think it's going to be good. Um, me and a couple of the, my friends that I've known for the entire time I've been in the wrestling business are going to be doing a um, kind of like a, not a game show, but like just like, you know, me and Mike Bucci, otherwise known as Nova or Hollywood Nova from ECW and WWE fame, will be taking on Raleigh Allen, who I've I've had this love-hate with Raleigh for a long time. Um, but I, I, I love the guy. He's, he's, he's a, definitely a piece of shit, shit stir, but it'll be him and it'll be uh, Mike Bucci's brother, Donnie B, who's a legendary uh, promoter in, in New Jersey for wrestling, and he's a big Giant fan. So it'll be fun, a little cross-promo, little uh, dude, all that stuff. Um, D, go to listen to him calling him. Like, Chris, be nice. You call her, uh, Mr. Chio. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, good. We're making friends over here, over here on the uh, Dave Sturchio show. Uh, but good, 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 good job, Chris. So as I pull up the old internet ski real quick, because I got to see, you know, obviously I'm in the, 
I'm in the the realm of Cowboys media, and I want to make sure that you know nothing crazy has gone down. Ah, uh, wow. Hunter Lipke made the team. That's funny. All right. So look, this is what happens. Like you, you guys all say, oh, Malik Jefferson got cut. Huh. He'll likely be resigned to the practice squad. All right. But that's another thing that happens. So as you're watching these, these teams and these players all get cut, you have to also realize that as these guys are getting cut nine times out of 10, if they're cut and they're good enough for the team, chances are they might make it through waivers, which by the way, 31 other teams have a chance to claim them. Um, if not, the Cowboys could bring him back or any NFL team could bring your guy back and put him on the practice squad, which I believe is at 16 people. They expanded it during COVID. I don't think they ever went back. Um, so practice squad guys are big. And it's funny because Hunter Lipke had himself a day against Oakland, Las Vegas, uh, the other night. And sure shit, that got him a roster spot, you know? And it's, and it's unfortunate because in that same breath, um, I do, it sucked to read, but, um, Sean McEwen, who was on this show about five episodes ago, was talking about camp and everything that's been going on with the tight end room. He was released. What I think happens with him is that same path as last year. He was released last year, but brought back to the practice squad and then elevated to the main roster. And then he just played the rest of the year with the Cowboys on the main roster. So I think that might actually happen again. Injuries happen. We'll see what happens with all that shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just saying Kyle just chimed in. He was rooting for that guy. I know, man. He, he's he's a good dude. He's a down-to-earth guy. He would literally text me um, after games. Like, I would text him. I would just, like, and think about that. Think about that, like, you know, what life I live or anybody like that. Like, I get to talk to somebody who's literally in the same locker room as some of my favorite players in the league and on my favorite team. So that episode's great. Go check that out. I mean, now it's a little dated because of the fact that he got cut. But, um, you know. I'm it's sad to see uh, a lot of these guys go. Um, but yeah, so break buds. What up? And that's gotta be Joe and or Chris and or both. I think they're, I think they're together today. Uh, look at this scoop and look, Kyle, did he meet the requirements? He's about 19 minutes into the, into the, into the program. Um, but yeah, he's here. So got to stick around. Um, so no other significant. I mean, I'm looking around. You always can go to the rap sheet um, to kind of, Ian Rappaport, not, he's not, it's not much. So here's some Packer news. Eric Stokes is going to be on the pup. So that sucks for them. The Patriots, there it is. Bailey Zappi, he's out. Uh, Colts are keeping that. We knew that. Ravens releasing David Sharp. Nobody cares. Um, yeah, so I mean, Trey Sermon, I know that nobody really cared about him. The Eagles had him for a little while, so he's gone. Nathan Peterman, the worst quarterback in the NFL, has gotten released again. Um, not joking around about it because I don't like when guys, you know, get cut or fired or anything like that. Um, but uh, Melvin Gordon got released as well. He's going to play for his 17th team. <laughs> last, I don't know. He, he's another journeyman who's going to be around there for a while. Um, he's serviceable, you know. Uh, let's see. Yo, Chris, remember when Jimmy G-Wagon came into the Lambeau? <laughs> it's not Chris. It's Joe. So, Joe, what up? Um, yeah, ask <laughs> Ask him if he likes anybody from class more than a friend. Um, he's driving my wagon. Oh, all right. Oh, he's driving his wagon, meaning like the Raiders. I was like, oh, Chris is driving. Don't bother him. Um, anyway, so yes, cut down day. Um, next week will be the NFL preview show um, with all my predictions, Super Bowl winners. And if you go out there and say like, oh, he's just going to pick the Cowboys. Well, you're fucking right. No. Um, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. I mean, there's a lot of things that could shape out. There's trades being ma uh, made right now. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of crazy how this all takes shape. Uh, I know it's an NFL show, but I know about an hour before, two hours before I went live, uh, the Yankees made a move. I know the Yankees and the Mets are just, you know, irrelevant baseball at this point. Maybe the Mets are a little bit more exciting, but the Yankees have completely chalked it up and don't give a shit. Um, but Josh Donaldson was released, <laughs> so that happened um that's showing you a little bit of grit out of the upper management but it's just too late bro they waited so damn long to get rid of some of this dead weight i don't i truly don't understand it um but it is what it is like the yankees like i said there's no path to success right now um for the yankees and i'm done talking about them that was it that was my yankee segment brought to you by absolute eyewear uh but seriously I, i'm done talking about the yankees they stink um so back to football yes it is football season um 
we are now, what is this today? What's today? Tuesday, seven, nine, nine days away from opening kickoff, uh, the Chiefs and the Lions. A lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people. I'm talking like Trump now. Uh, a lot of people are picking the Lions. Um, I don't know where Kyle's at yet. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of recon and, and information. And if you are looking to follow and tail one guy and one guy only, it is the sauce. The sauce is on an absolute heater right now in baseball. I saw the post today. Make sure you follow that guy on the Sauce Network. Follow all his videos on YouTube. The dude, I, I can't say he can't miss because he's missed. We've I've, I've lost money with the Sauce, of course. But at the end of the day, I've made money. I've profited. I've cashed out plenty uh, via the Sauce. So go check him out. Um, wow. Is that true? Mac Jones is the only quarterback on the roster. Guess what? Will Greer, come on down. <laughs> You're the next contestant on Bill Belichick's quarterback carousel. Um, there was another quarterback release today. Uh Shit. Colt McCoy. There you go. Go get yourself a vet. Speaking of that, criminal, um, absolute criminal, not Colt McCoy, the Cardinals. They're tanking. They are absolutely tanking before the season even starts. That is nerve wracking. If you're an NFL, like imagine, imagine being out in Arizona, which I heard is a beautiful place to live, right? Scottsdale. Everybody's got the fucking beautiful weather out there the whole time. Imagine having a, a professional football team who just don't give a shit about their professional football team because right now they are completely checked out of everything. They got rid of Hopkins over time. Watt was gone. Uh, there was a brief rumor about James Conner being moved. Kyler Murray's going to start the season on the IR or pup or whatever they decide to do with him. They just don't have anything. They they, they gave away Isaiah Simmons to the giants for a bag of balls. Like that, it's just that, you know, if I was commissioner, which I'm not, I would, I would absolutely like um, veto half the shit that they're doing because you wouldn't get it done in Madden. If you can't get it done in Madden, you can't get it done in real life. You can't send the giant or the giants can't send you a seventh round pick for Isaiah fucking Simmons. You can't do it. Right. I understand it's a salary dump, but how much and how much talent are you just giving away? I think their best, most talented player on their roster right now would probably be like Trey McBride <laughs> or like um, fucking Hollywood Brown, maybe, but like the team is going to stink bad. And now they, I think they went out and they're like, oh, we got, we got to get rid of Colt McCoy. But no, nah, don't worry. We got Josh Dobbs. <laughs> what? Like, that's not Cardinal fans are like, oh, shit, I got to get my Dobbs jersey. And they're like, no, comes with no. I'm, come on, scoop. I'm really relying on you for that one. Oh, man. Bro, the Cardinals took an atrocious with that move and waiting for the adult-sized Cabbage Patch Kid to come back. It's too late. Fire everyone. Tank for Caleb Williams. That's what it is. I think that that they they know, and now they're in the same situation. The last quarterback they had of note was Kurt Warner. Honestly, like, and, and they were in the Super Bowl, right? But like, think about it. They they drafted uh, Josh Rosen, who claimed I'm going to be the best quarterback, and then nine other teams made a mistake. And guess what? Happy Rosh Hashanah. You're out of there, Josh Rosen. Goodbye. Because right away, he gets traded away or he gets uh, basically replaced by Kyler Murray because of the new head coach and the new regime. All of a sudden, he's like, oh, well, this is my quarterback. This is who I want. So that's who he wanted. That's who Kingsbury wanted. Now you have a whole nother turnover. So now what happens now? Now they're like, oh, Kyler, he stinks. I don't want Kyler Murray. And I still think, and I stand on this hill, and I will shout from the fucking mountaintops, Kyler Murray's no good. Kyler Murray is no good. He's fast. Okay, cool. That's wonderful. But can he fucking drop it in the bucket? And then, of course, everybody's going to come at me like, well, here's a clip of him dropping it in the bucket. Bro, Kyler Murray is not NFL ready. I, I, I say it. I don't care. Yeah, there's days he could put up 400 yards. I understand that. So could Dak Prescott. So can any quarterback in the league could put up a 350, 400, 500-yard performance on any given day. He can do that. He's more than capable. All NFL quarterbacks are. It's a passing league. But I look at the body of work of Kyler Murray. He just ain't it, man. He ain't it. So I think right now what you're seeing out of the Cardinals is a complete tankathon out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, once they realized he was gone, and then they, you know, got shipped off Hopkins, and the, the running back situation has stunk for years. Connor's like a bright spot, but like he's not, you know, go look at the fantasy ranking. Ain't nobody going nuts over James Connor. Nobody wants James Connor because the Cardinals suck. You know what I mean? So it's like very difficult for them to. How are you selling this to the to the, the thousands and thousands of people who used to flock to the big stadium, the red stadium, right? How do you sell it to them? How do you, how do you, without feeling like a fucking criminal? 
You're a criminal. If you sit there, like, come on out and support your Arizona Cardinals. For what? What are we supporting? You've gotten rid of everybody, and now there's rumors of saying that Kyler Murray's not going to play in 2022. Three. Yeah, that's what you're wearing. 2023. You know? Like, what are we doing? Like, I, 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 Again, blows my mind. Blows my mind that the Cardinals can get away with what they're doing right now. And I don't think Kyler Murray is the answer, and that's fine. Where does Kyler Murray land after this? Who fucking knows? But he's not going to be in Arizona much longer because if they go, you know, even if he comes back midway through the season, let's just pretend arbitrarily, and they still go like four and 13, guess what? You're still going to be sniffing that top spot. And if they know they're in that position to get the top spot, Kyler Murray's not coming back. You're not going to get a couple, go get them for the Gipper kid. Like you're not going to go get that. You're going to continue to lose. And then Caleb Williams becomes an Arizona Cardinal next year by default. <laughs> they can't do anything about it. <sighs> Maybe Kyler Murray can land in New England. That seems like a match made in heaven. <laughs> it's like that Bill O'Brien's down there. Oh my God. That's Dedzer's right. So, um, Brett Ernst, I uh, missed a call. So, yeah. So, um, I would call him back, but I'm live. Uh, but yeah, so me, I'm actually, if you're in the New Brunswick area, uh, Labor Day weekend, uh, Brett Ernst, good friend of mine, co-host of the Jersey Boys podcast, will be performing at the Stress Factory from Thursday to Sunday. So go check him out. Um, Dalton, <laughs> weather ain't all that nice. I heard some great things out there in Arizona. I feel like the sun's always shining. I feel like I got friends that are always tanning out there. They're just like, ah, Arizona's the greatest. Like either it'd be Scott, what is it, Scottsdale, and there's some other not Tempe. Tempe is where they played the uh, Super Bowl for for the Cowboys back in 1995, uh, 96, if you want to get crazy. Uh, Chris Payne coming back in the comments. I said when he got that contract, it was going to go down as the worst sports contracts ever. I'm happy to announce it's becoming true. Murray sucks. So at least there's more people on the Murray shit train. Uh, Miami, <laughs> Bailey, or Miami too. His head falls off. That's when Kyler went down. Listen, uh, again, I, I'm old school. You're not going to hear me like, bitch and moan about like oh back in my day they just threw the ball you know what i mean like no like i understand that the the nfl and the league has progressed and the league has gone to a a more hybrid quarterback if you can run great if you're good at running even better right like even guys like trevor lawrence and guys like justin herbert they have the wheels to get something done not saying they're going to call their own number that's not going to happen but a guy like lamar jackson kyler murray jalen hurts even mahomes at times like those guys are skilled runners, but I don't know if it's sustainable. I understand where the league has gone, but it's just like, look at Kyler Murray. He's four foot four, <laughs> 120 pounds, and he can't stay healthy now all of a sudden. Like now all of a sudden the big injury might derail his career in Arizona. It's like that. It's like that, bro. The league is so ruthless. ruthless. It will cut you down and take you out without even blinking. So Kyler Murray, all of a sudden, yes, paying one of the worst contracts of all time. And I know where's Kyle in three, two, one. Uh, yep, there it is. <laughs> I didn't even have to look. I don't know. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel's contract were both pretty awful. Look, the Z contract, uh, it hamstrung them a little bit, right, for a little while. But eventually they said, you know what? Not worth the, the, the cap number this year, my friend. So you're gone. That's what the trade could be for with Trey Lance, okay? Like, that that's a, a legitimate thing. Not this year. Next year. If Dak Prescott goes out there this year and throws another 15, 16 interceptions, leads the league, ties the league, league whatever he does, and the Cowboys don't get to the NFC title game at the very least, which they haven't been there since 1996, okay? Then, that, then they might move on. They might move on. I understand. Listen, and, and you're never going to hear anybody bash. Like, not going to hear me bash Dak Prescott. He's my favorite cowboy. He's like a top five favorite cowboy, maybe of all time. Stature aside, stats aside, I love the kid. I think he's a phenomenal, fantastic human being. So that's why I like the fact that he can represent my team, right? Walter Payton, man of the year. They only give that to one guy a year. So it's, you know, he's a really, really good dude. And guess what? One of my other top favorite Cowboys of all time, Jason Witten, another Walter Payton, man of the year. I like good people, right? Tony Romo was one of them. Remember, I'm a younger guy, so I can't be like, oh, Starback. You know, I, I'm not that guy, so I can't, you know, but Troy, right? Dion, technically, you know, at, at his times. Big Michael Irvin guy. <laughs> good character guy. Um, all of his nose. 
But I do like Michael Irvin. Um, let's see. A quarterback, meaty team. We'll get desperate. Trade for Murray because it doesn't. they don't land a top five pick. Right. So if you like, let's just say, let's pretend arbitrarily that you're, man, who, what's a team that's on the front? Like the commanders? Because Sam Howell, nobody really knows what's going to happen there. The Patriots, no bullshit. If, if Mac Jones is getting the keys to the castle right now, but is he going to, you know, is he going to produce? If he doesn't, you're probably going to realize that, okay, he, he might not be the guy either. So there might be a team that gets desperate. I get that because if you miss out on Caleb, which is also the second coming of Christ, I don't know if anybody realized that, uh, or Patrick Mahomes, a Jace. Um, if you miss out on him, I don't know the quarterback class outside of that. From what I heard, and you can talk to Kyle about that. He knows more about college football than I do. It ain't all that great. You know, it ain't going to be like it was this year where Stroud and Bryce and, um, you know, Will Levis is out there. They're, you know, they're talking shit about this one. And then this one's drafted. And it's just that that was a quarterback heavy draft, I want to say, in the first 10 picks this year. But next year, I don't I don't foresee that being forecasted as such. Um, yeah, man, I remember those days. Um, those days were good. And I still listen. Uh, when I got to Texas, I'm going back out there at the end of September. You know, it's funny. I'm actually going out there, and this was not planned. Uh, well, it was planned to go out there on this specific day, but I will be out there for the week four Ezekiel Elliott return game. So you know what's going to happen. If you're a Cowboys fan, you already know what's going to happen. He's going to rush for 220 and three touchdowns against the Cowboys in his return. Or he could pull an Emmett and do nothing uh, for when Emmett came back as a Cardinal. But I will be down there in Texas at the end of September um, with Brett Ernst and his brother, and we're going to have a fucking awesome time. I can't wait to get back out there. Bailey, that's right. We have to link up when you're out there. I think you said you were going to go to that game too, so that's awesome. Uh, we'll definitely link up and grab some uh, some beers. Have you, if you've ever been out there, Texas Live is the place to be. Um, I think I, I've seen a bunch of the guys that I follow and I've you know you know talk to on the regular on Twitter, like the Tucks of the world. Um, I was out there for that, and that was great. Um, you bringing your bandana on this <laughs> neutral gang colors, pain. Um, can't wear a blue pants. <laughs> anymore i did when i was five my mom my mom is the responsible for um that said trip where i was on the news and i had my little bandana on i share that like every year at least once um but yeah my mom brought me out when i was shit mom how old was i is that eight it was actually it was funny it was the year in between the super bowls <laughs> so it was like it was like 92 93 they won it 94 i went out there and they fucking lost <laughs> 95. They went out and won a Super Bowl. Uh, so I was the curse, obviously. Um, late September is a great time to go before the cowgirls are out of it. You know what, Joe? For, come on. You're better than that, Joe. You're better than that. <laughs> You're better than that. If anything, the Raiders will be in contention for the number one overall pick next year. So imagine having Josh Jacobs and Caleb Williams next year. huh? And then you could break open a couple of his fucking rookie cards and make a whole shit ton of money. So shut your mouth. <laughs> All right. You're not in that. You're not in the same conversation or the stratosphere of the Dallas Cowboys right now as an, a Las Vegas Raiders fan. And I would say, what happened last Saturday, huh, pal? Like, I don't know, preseason, nobody gives a shit. Um, here we go. Steelers, plus three at home, week one. Who is with me? Where is Kenneth Palman? Here's the thing, Kyle. I mean, again, we'll preview a lot more teams next week and the season. I'm in on the Steelers this year. I think they're right there. I, I, I like, I love Kenny Pickett. I love Pickens and what he's able to do. Me and Chris have talked about it at length. Deontay Johnson, little comeback ski season. Najee Harris, little comeback ski. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are primed. They have some weapons over there in Pittsburgh, and I think they're primed and ready. The only problem is that division is brutal. You know what I mean? Like you got to deal with Baltimore. You got to deal with, obviously, the Cleveland Browns, who are a little better. You got to deal with, obviously, Joe Shiesty and the Bengals. So that's going to be a hard division to get out of. But I am all in on a Steelers week one bet. I Ready? Kyle? Kyle? If you're hearing me on this one, it is August the 29th. I'll show your thing again. Steelers plus three at home. Steelers money line. Steelers win outright against the San Francisco 49ers week one. Book it, Dano. All right, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <sighs> the Raiders are not good enough for the number one pick. They'll finish nine and eight in an offseason trade for Murray. It's possible. Let's see. You were a natural out there. News guy just rambling around the Cowboys. You knew everything about Barry Switzer. You were so young, so young, yet so bright, uh, like a healthy Lou Gehrig. That's for you, Jimmy. Um, yeah, so that was a fun time. I do remember that vividly. Uh, you know what's funny? Kurt Menefee was the Dallas Cowboys, like, Channel 2 or local 
CBS Dallas Fort Worth news guy. And now he's the main guy on Fox NFL Sunday every week. It's just wild that people progress, you know, like I've seen him in, in 94 when he was nothing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I am all for a Pittsburgh Steeler home win. Take out the 49ers. I don't want to say that the Niners are going to regress, but they better hope they got it right. They really do. Like, let's think about this. Brock Purdy went out there like a magician last year. He did. He went out there like a magician, but come on, like, let's, let's not get crazy here. Like you saw what happened to him. He got his elbow bashed up. I'm all for it. I, I get it. I understand that once you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing. Comes back off of Tommy John. Trey Lance coming off the ankle. They signed Sam Darnold. And now you're down to just Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy. So you guys better be right. Or that's going to go down as a very, very piss poor trade in 49er history. Christian McCaffrey can't do it all, right? And Debo Samuel can only catch so many drag routes. You know, like and Ayuk and Kittle, look, skilled everywhere, right? But you got to be careful with that quarterback, man. I'm telling you right now. It ain't, it ain't easy, and it ain't all cut and dry with the 49ers or quarterback. It's just not. Um, let's see here. Uh, if Chris Jones doesn't end his holdout, Lions plus six and a half. Oh, I mean, you think the defensive tackle is, is that much of a swing? Is it really six and a half right now? Prop Beaver thinks Jared Goff is a top five. Jesus Christ. Prop top five quarterback. Hype for show. Hype, fine. Top five quarterback. What are we doing here? <laughs> like, I like Jared Goff. I think he's a fine human being, but top five quarterback? No, he's not. He's not. He doesn't sniff that stratosphere of top five. I'll get. I'll. I will make the case for a top eleven, twelve, right? And then where do you put Dak? I put Dak right inside the top ten. Give me nine. Give me nine. A lot of people compare Dak and Lamar. I take Dak all day. I don't care. I understand Lamar. Yeah, fine. He can run. Sure. Great. But I take Dak 100%. Sorry. Um, no, he's not. Jared Goff is not better than Dak Prescott. He's not. He's not. I'm not going to I'm not going to get all wound up. Not going to do it. Um, but I don't think he's a better quarterback than Dak. I think he's a, a fine quarterback. Gun to your head? Yeah, Dak. Dak. 100, like, one... If you gave it to me a hundred times, I'm taking them a hundred times. That's just not, that's not even to me. It's not a debate. It's not a debate. It's funny. I think they interviewed uh, somebody interviewed Mark Wahlberg and said, and Wahlberg, who I'm a Wahlberg guy. I know that Chris is not, uh, but Wahlberg said that uh, the, the, the Lions are going to win the NFC. How about that? Um, he's like, I like their coach and you know, Jared Goff, you know, what? What? I was like, what the fuck? What are we doing? <laughs> like, look, I got the Lions hype, and everybody's really excited about them. I'm, I'm excited about them, too. I think they're going to be good, and I think that first game's going to be a banger. I don't know about winning the fucking NFC. What are we doing here? Um. Anyway, a Facebook user came in and just shouted my name. It's been a while since that. <laughs> sound like Johnny Drama. Um, I don't know who you are, so that's the unfortunate part about this whole thing. If you're on YouTube, I know who you are. If you're not, I don't. So if you want to claim yourself, uh, you can comment again uh but anyway so a lot of cuts going down in the nfl it is cut down day it is pretty much wrapped up they're still asking my damn oh Lacory, what's going on my friend you got to get down here we got to get you back on this episode man bring your bring your guitar we'll uh do a little uh acoustic set um <laughs> kylie now you're just stirring the pot for no reason jimmy garoppolo is not in the same stratosphere as dak prescott as a quarterback pound for pound just not He's just not. But you know what? That's that's another thing that I, I couldn't quite understand. I feel like Jimmy G got the raw end of the deal, man. Like, and I'm not going to say, saying this is outlandish, but I will say it anyway, because why not? Kyle, me and you could do the things that, you know, the quarterback situation was doing in San Francisco last year. They had a lot of talent around them. You hand the ball to McCaffrey, you go. You dump it to McCaffrey in the flat, you go. You got Kittle coming across the middle. Ah, you go, go Debo. There's a lot of you, you, it's it's a mistake-proof offense, right? You don't if, if, unless you're completely incompetent, you can't run that offense. Now, again, Jimmy G. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what do we got? Aren't you a wins guy? Jimmy G has nothing to do with win. Fine. But he ain't. But here's the thing: he did that with the Niners. He's not going to win with Las Vegas. He's not. He's not. Unless they do something about the defense, they're not. Because again, Niners were carried by their defense. Dak Prescott's twelve and five in the last two seasons. Why? Because they finally improved their defense, right? And they, they 
12 wins last year, despite everybody going nuts about the interceptions. Do the math. Figure it out, right? Wins are a big stat because if they can finish out and figure things out, you got yourself a quarterback. Jimmy G, he could have do he's he can absolutely do what Brock Purdy is going to do for the 49ers. And I understand the price tag is high, right? That's that's their own fault, right? That, that's their own fault. Okay. What Vegas paid for him, that's their own fault. Uh, look, letting Derek Carr just kind of walk out the back door. I understand that that relationships get kind of screwy, right? Whatever. Right. And shout out to Tom Brady for uh telling the Raiders to ruin our nights on uh, Saturday. Preseason or not, still, still kind of have. I miss Al. I love Lamp. Yeah, I, Al Davis. Yeah. Anyway, Cooper Rush went four and one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So when you, I can't, I, I can't sit there and tell you how many games Dak Prescott could put on his back and win. I can't tell you that because I, I've only seen it a handful of times where I'm like, that was magical out of Dak Prescott. A lot of it happened in the beginning of his career in 2016. Nobody had any film on him. He can dump it off to Zeke. He could find the, they called him Dink and Dak, right? He was just finding these underneath guys that were making plays in space. That might happen again this year, Kyle. That might happen again. You might only see a couple, a couple shots taken per game, right? I, I think he's going to be very, very conservative with that football because you have guys on this team you have guys on this team right now that can make hella plays when they're in space. C.D. Lamb, incredible. Cooks can take the cover off the top, and you know that, right? He's still got it. He hasn't had a quarterback to play with, but he's still got it. Um, C.D. Lamb, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Michael Gallup, one year removed from the knee. Another year, actually. So last year, he was coming off the knee. This year, he's fine. The tight end room, very deep, right? You got this little guy. that They love Deuce Vaughn out there behind Tony Pollard and, and Rico Dowdle. The Cowboys are loaded. So why put it all on the quarterback to make all these, uh, you know, crazy circus type, you know, situations? I don't think they need to. So therefore, that's why I think the Cowboys will be successful this year is because they're going to limit Dak Prescott. He's going to live to, to, to live another down, right? He's not going to try to force it in. And look, let's be also honest. A lot of those balls, and you know this, Kyle, I know there's a metric out there somewhere for you analytical people, but how many balls went off the chest or went off the hands of a receiver, right? And, but there was plenty of dog shit balls. Don't get me wrong. I'm not about to make excuses for all the interceptions. Some of them were piss poor that nobody was in the vicinity. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you're like, oh, well, you know, the route. And I'm like, no, what? You know, like, how can you even, what? Um, but when you look at this, and the and from what I heard, sources sources have said that Kellen Moore's route tree was a clusterfuck, right? So, and that could be a thing too. You know, if you ask a second year, third year receiver to run all these crazy, crazy routes, and everybody knows the route tree. If you know football, you know the route tree, right? But if you have concepts that are just like out of this world and you think you're the smartest guy in the room, it's gonna confuse a couple people, and therefore guys are gonna be in the wrong spot. Truth be told, that's just the way it happens, right? I mean, like you can't you can't get off that fact, the fact that a lot of these guys were bumping into each other and shit and causing interceptions. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You know? Anyway. Uh, Jeff, what's up, buddy? Calling in from Canada. My man, I am an internet. It's North America. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Um, breaking. Dave thinks the Cowboys will be good. <laughs> Per source, a lot of Dak interceptions were his fault. That being said, $50 million quarterback, he's playing like a $20 million team crippling. But here's the thing, Kyle, and you you can admit this now, you can admit this publicly right now, that given his cap hit and his big astronomical contract, look at the team around him now. They're loaded, loaded. So either A, the salary cap is bullshit, which I've been saying for years, or B, they've done enough gymnastics with their salary cap where they have loaded up a really, really good team for this guy. Right? So now we can't say like, ah, it's crippling, crippling to who, who do we lose? You know, who walked out the door because of a, a bad contract? If anything, if anything at all, they lost Zeke because that was the first bad contract. That was it. Not Dak. Like Dak's a quarterback in the NFL, man. Every single quarterback starting in the NFL is going to make an astronomical amount of money. No matter what it's quarterback driven. You know it. I know it. Everybody and their mother knows it. Right? So you can't get on him for the contract because he's market value right now. 
Is he playing like a $50 million? No, he's not playing like Mahomes. No, we get that. It's fine. 12 and five, beat Tom Brady, divisional round exit. Shit's got to stop, right? Shit's got to stop. Ah, oh, Jets Cup Hunter Tom's Morstead. That sucks. Did you see? Last week on Hard Knocks, Morstead had a really funny thing. I think it was Randall Cobb who pointed it out um, that Morstead holds for the field goals, but after every attempt, he bolts off the field. Like, there's no reason for him to run that fast off the field, and he does. It's very funny. Go look it up. Um, it is crippling because the offensive line is a shell of what is four years ago. Can't afford to fix it. Run defense needs help. No money to fix. Look, the run defense has gotten better. They drafted Mozzie Smith in the first round. They've also brought back Hankins from last year's trade. They've made some moves to make sure that the middle of the of the interior defensive line gets a little bit more clogged up, not as open as it was. Because if you get off the edge, you're not getting past Lawrence and you're not getting past Micah. So figure it out, right? Figure it out. Figure out where exactly you plan on running the football. I'm not saying that they're not going to get gashed here and there. It's it's going to happen. It's football. Everybody knows that. But what I will say is they've in, they've definitely 100% addressed the run defense. The offensive line, think about it like this. They drafted Tyler Smith last year. Tyron Smith is about one bad hit away from being injured for the fucking season again, but he's going to start again. Zach Martin's still there. Tyler Biotish they drafted three years ago. And on the right tackle, Tyron Steele coming off an injury. That's the same offensive line they had last year and pretty much the year before that, before Tyler got drafted. So, again, it didn't cripple him like you're saying it did. It, it didn't because they have the offensive line that they, they, that they have assembled. They've grown within. Tyler Biotis last year, look at his ratings. Look at all your metrics. I know you're an analytical guy. Look at his measures last year. Tyler Biotis took a step forward last year. That offensive line is going to be pretty good, but they are one injury away from being very, very bad, and that's just the way it works. Their depth sucks. I believe that for wholeheartedly, I believe the depth of the Dallas Cowboys offensive line is their biggest bugaboo this year, and they not addressed it. Unfortunately, Cowboy content creators out there on Twitter are saying, oh, but this guy, oh, but that guy. And I'm like, all right, you know, and I watch it. And I watch the preseason. And I see all this shit. I see what they do, but I'm not sold, right? I'm like, oh, no, you see how good I seen Richards pulled? Yeah, okay, good. He pulled once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can he sustain that for an entire season if, if called upon? Probably not, right? Cowboys 22nd in opponent's yards per carry. Yeah, I, I told you. It, last year, yes, against the run was 100% their bugaboo. I feel like they upgraded this year. I feel like they upgraded this year, and I think that they're going to be better this year in that regard, right? Um, Let's see. It's got some bullets running routes this year, too. Take the over. Yeah, I mean, nah, you know what, though? I wouldn't take the maybe in the Cowboys team points. But I tell you right now, Micah Parsons, ain't nobody seen a player like that. In your lifetime, unless you're older and you saw LT play, nobody is watching anybody do what this guy has been able to do in this first couple of uh, seasons in the league. This year, he's literally going into it as the favorite because Bosa's holding out as the favorite to win defensive player of the year. The kid is special, right? And, and a team can build around that. And I think they're trying to do that. And I think that, again, he said he wants to be the Baltimore Ravens of 2000, right? We all saw what the Baltimore Ravens of 2000 were able to do. Trent fucking Dilfer won himself a Super Bowl, right? And then all of a sudden he gets a job on ESPN and all of a sudden can't talk. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I, I think that the Cowboys right now, and again, I can go on and on. I'm going to talk a lot of Cowboys tomorrow uh, with the Jersey Boys podcast. So last week we had Jesse Holly on, former uh, Cowboy wide receiver. He was on the show. He He was very skeptical as well because of the, Offensive line woes. He says we're one injury away from being bad, you know, and it's just like, okay, you're right. Um, can they address it in, in free agency right now or or at least where, you know, a lot of these guys are being cut? Sure, sure can. Um, that's what the whole point of this waiver wire is uh, to do. So I'm just going to double back and see where we're at here. Rappaport, I don't know if you've reported anything new. Nope, nothing. Here's the Colts stuff. Nobody cares. Nothing over there. Uh, Gelkin, who I go to, that's my go-to, Michael Gelkin of the Dallas Morning News. Uh, Mike McCarthy said that he knows Will Greer deserves to be on the NFL team, but if possible, I'd love to have him back as fourth quarterback. He would be on the practice squad. Hey, listen, Will, it ain't over yet, buddy. Um, yeah, so I guess I guess Deuce Vaughn made the team. That's official, right? I mean, I didn't see him waved. Deuce Vaughn, Rico Dowdle, Tony Pollard is your running back room for the 2023 Dallas Cowboys. All right, let me get out of here. Um, got some more things to wrap up here at the studio, over here at Chop Studios. If you are in the 
uh, Matawan area and you want to do what we do here on the day to day, which me, I'm on my like 17th show at this point per week. Um, if you want to do that, we have rooms for you to rent is obviously I am in the, um, the, uh, yep. The video room right now where there's a green screen in front of me. There's a blue, nice back wall behind me. There's also the podcast lounge. There's also a photography room. So if you, or you know, anybody who is looking to bump up their production, send them my way, please have them shoot me a nice little DM ski and I'll get right back to them. So, Again, I want to thank everybody for joining me live right here on YouTube, Facebook, Chop Sports Facebook group, everywhere else um, that you watch this broadcast. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, it means a lot. That all the all the stuff that you know, all the stuff that you guys have. Um, uh, what's my call? Let's see. Missed like all of this. I'm upset. I didn't get to piss anybody off. You know what? Let's see. Live next Tuesday. That's the what's the Labor Day. I got. I'm going to Chicago this week. I know Joe just got back from Chicago. I am now going to Chicago this weekend for business uh with the premier streaming network so i'm going to be doing that this weekend labor day is monday yeah i, I would say um either tuesday or wednesday i'll, I'll go live i'll do an nfl preview show I, I think that's a cool idea i think we could do that and uh yeah spread the word let everybody know what we're doing where they can find this show right there on the chop sports youtube channel um don't worry i'm rewatching when it's over i appreciate you bro i i i uh, appreciate you a lot and i've said that last week i do this podcast just for you uh, i'm trying to get your patreon money back uh, whether it be three dollars a month or not, um, you know, it's what I do. It's it's my passion. It's what I live for. Um, anyway, I hope everybody has a great what's today Tuesday. I hope everybody has a great Tuesday. Enjoy the rest of your night. Hard knocks tonight. Go check that out. I'm sure Chris won't uh, because you know he just thinks everything and and everything is corny. Uh, so he doesn't like anything really. I I I truly <laughs> I can go on a tangent. I, I said this on the on Chop Sports Social the other day. I was like, bro, what do you, what do you like? You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to figure out something. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I watched this show. And it's about, like, the 1840s and shit. I'm just like, what? And then I'll say, like, oh, you got to see a sports movie. This shit sucks. <laughs> so forget it. I tried. All right? So this will be available on podcast form in probably about 15 minutes from now. So, again, thank you guys for watching. Are you want to get tomorrow same time? No, mom, this is not a daily show. I am busy over here at Chop Studios. I have other shit to do. Um, I am actually recording another show at three o'clock tomorrow, not live. Uh, the Jersey Boys podcast with Brett Ernst and his brother Keith. So it is football season, ladies and gentlemen. Final cuts have been made. Your 53 man rosters are out. Go check out what your team did or did not do, and we'll talk all about it next week. Good night, everybody.